Would you bet a few thousand dollars that you could sink an eight-foot putt? What about 10 grand that you could win a drag race against a Camaro with a thousand horsepower? If you bet $2 million, could you bet it all on one football game? Maybe you wish you could, but you probably wouldn't. Gamblers is about the people who did. From the Ringer Podcast Network, listen to Gamblers Season 2 on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with our problematic faves, two of Leo's exes, and Spitgate. It's a good wow. episode. Coming your way. At the top, Tea Time is checking in with our problematic faves. And we'll explain why. Go ahead, Kate. You know, there are people we love to talk about and we love to make fun of. Uh, in many ways, and chief among them, Leah Michelle, who mm-hmm. had her opening debut <laughs> and funny girl this week. I do want to say Jody Walker, who I did the Ringer Dish Pod with a while back, I believe went uh, and will be writing wow. about it, like on the ground coverage. Very wow. exciting. Uh, but there were a lot of tweets from a lot of people who attended the first night. She got seven standing ovations, which is like excessive. Wow. But also, I is, is how does different? that even work? I guess they just stand up every time she stops singing, <laughs> basically. Oh, like wow. after a bunch of songs, huh. I guess. Which apparently is what happened. Apparently she was great. I saw okay. there was one video of someone recorded Don't Rain on My Parade and people on Twitter were like, mm, she's a little pitchy. I'm like, okay. <gasps> oh my Relax, gosh. couch warriors. <laughs> like, chill out. Uh, that's funny. But there were a couple awkward moments. There's a line in the play that I can't believe they didn't cut in the musical where she jokes like, I, I haven't read many books. And apparently the entire audience just burst into laughter, like mm. loud, obvious mm. laughter. Good. And then and then she went straight into like an emotional song uh, and they were like oh. still laughing. So that was one, you know, element of kind of 
not your usual thing. But I have to say, mm. I I kind of expected people to be there like for the bit. Uh, and it <laughs> seems like it was pretty much like an adoring crowd. Other than that, which again, I can't believe they didn't just cut that from the play. But I guess that would have been like acknowledging. Someone would have been like, yeah. they cut this line. Yeah. So you just kind of got to do it. But uh, apparently she was good. You know, she cried and she waved to Jonathan Groff in the audience and... Mm. Uh, everything that you would expect from a Leah Michelle funny girl performance. So sure. I'm right. waiting for Jody's on the ground coverage. I wanted to know whether she would be like signing autographs after. Oh, geez. That was like my big question. <laughs> um, but honestly, exciting stuff. I the laughing at the line was was very funny to me. And the uh standing ovation seemed a bit over the top. But yeah, you know, seems like it went over pretty well. <sighs> okay. I'm excited to read that. Okay, yeah. my problematic fave. I didn't even realize until I get too far into this people profile. And then I was like, <laughs> oh God. But I want to talk about Guy Fieri. He's the cover star of this week's People. And you guys know I love- We love Guy. People cover. We love Guy. And I was like, this is perfect. It was again late last night. And I was like, this is the perfect thing to talk about on Tea Time. So I'm like reading through this article. It's like going through all his business ventures. It's like, you know, the whole- the title is, I'm not the guy everyone thinks they know. And it's just, you know, talking about his life and his family. And I didn't realize um, <laughs> how much he's got on his plate. Just really quick. He's anchoring six shows. He runs 85 restaurants. He has a production company, a tequila company. So Amelia, we'll have to keep eyes on that because of mm. our 818 coverage. Right. Um, he has a cigar line. And then, yeah, he's the highest paid chef in network history because he just signed an $80 million food network deal. Anyway. Oh, wow. I was just like going through it. I was like, yes, yes. Great for your success. And he's like talking and talking and talking. Okay. So it's talking about his ability to give back. It's always been a part of his lifestyle, et cetera. And then it talks about how in 2021, we talked about this on this pod, Kristen Stewart was like called to Guy Fieri and was like, I want you to officiate my wedding. You remember this? To Dylan Meyer. Yep. Yep. Okay. So here's his quote. I'm so down to do it. I think it's awesome. I did a wedding for 101 gay couples in South Beach a couple years ago. I've always looked at it like if people want to have that marriage, whose choice is it but theirs? I'm not marching for equal rights. I'm not getting that deep with it. I'm just saying two people in love, they can do what they want to do. I was like, fucking guy, just <laughs> stop talking. You stupid idiot. Just digging, his, <laughs> digging a hole a little bit for uh, no reason. So then yeah. it completely soured my whole mood at this fucking cover. And this is what I get for... This is what I get. Stop. But anyway, I, I was excited. And then it just was a little too long. Yeah. He went just on talked too a little long. bit too much. Yeah. Found out a little bit they too much about do. Guy Fieri. They always do. I wonder if uh, <laughs> Kristen Stewart has thoughts on this and whether um, I feel yeah. like she doesn't care. She's probably like, I don't care. You can still appreciate yeah. my wedding. Yeah. Anyway, next one, Amelia. Oh my god! So I. I got some DMs about this. And then my own mother was even like, did you know this? Um, mm. And it was <laughs> that Benifer got married on a pseudo plantation. Um, which that's that's all you can really say is that mm -hmm. they got married on a pseudo plantation. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, What's oh a pseudo plantation? It was it's like uh, it used to be a plantation. No, it was an imitation plantation. So... <laughs> Huh? Yeah, so it's I, it was built in 2000 and it was designed by an architect who to look like a southern plantation. So okay. there were it was not 
ever a plantation, but it was designed to look like one, which is just like, just don't do that. Why okay. You Can you just that? like, it's just weird. And I just like this. Oh my God. I just, I'm so tired. You know, it's just like, really, did you have to get married there? Uh, I felt yeah. like it was an off-brand choice for them. I thought, especially it for her, was. like for J-Lo, like the queen of like luxury and yeah. like, I don't know, elegance. And well, I thought it'd be you know, Miami. You saw her, her like Pinterest decorations and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's clearly yeah. like having her like, I don't know, rustic moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is like, I'm glad it wasn't a real plantation, but still an imitation plantation is weird. And it's also weird knowing because like that's his home and he mm-hmm. bought it. And he's also, do you remember that there was a whole controversy because he did one of those like finding your roots shows on PBS yes, and right. he tried to get them to edit out that his ancestors were slave owners. And it's just mm-hmm. like, what are you an idiot? Are you stupid? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't, and you're going to buy this plantation style home and get married. And it's just, the choices are baffling. And mm-hmm. I am just so yeah. disappointed. You know? Yeah. yeah. We, we can't have nice things. We can't. And it's no. unfortunate. And I was like, so, I was just so like fed up that I unfollowed her on Instagram. Wow. So, you unfollowed I JLo? I did. Yeah. We'll see. Oh my God. Amelia. How long will this last? Is this a permanent? This can't be permanent. Do you did still you get on the table? On both emails? Oh, you know, I need to. Just one of the emails. Unsubscribe. Just to I make a point. about that. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I should. Just to, just to make it hurt. <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry your victory uh, tour was not. Uh, it's okay. You know, I mean, it's not okay, but, it, uh, but clean. I mean. Yeah. 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 Like we said, <sighs> problematic faves. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, Chaotic first segment. It's only going to get worse. It right. is because it's pretty heavy on me, but then I'm going to bow out for the following segment. So it's a little Good. uneven this week. Okay. <laughs> Not worth the tea in this week in social media, but Amelia, you're up first. I'm going to need everyone to pray for Nina Agdahl, who, oh my God, who Daily Mail, one, called her Leonardo DiCaprio's ex, which oh. is absolutely rude because yeah. she is also Adam Levine's ex. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was going to... and um but she's she's like a model she's like a sports illustrated model and stuff and um she (sighs) was spotted in Mykonos kissing and frolicking on the beach with none other than freaking Logan Paul she was spotted with a Paul brother and Mm. I just oh these pictures are disturbing they're disturbing he's like smooching her He's grabbing her butt. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it's sick. It's sick. And I <laughs> pray that she gets better in the head and um, that she leaves him. But whatever. She has tough taste. You know, like there are some girls, you know, where you're just like something in that brain chemistry is just, just has tough taste in guys. Yeah, and exactly. I think that's where we're at with Nina Agdahl. Really funny. <sighs> yeah. Poor girl. Um, Pairs up. Also not worth the tea. A lot of brand news this week is some better than others. Actually, I don't like I don't like any of them. I'm just gonna say mm. it. So okay. first is Courtney Kardashian's new venture Lemmy, which she posted on Instagram this week. It's a photo of her sitting on a couch on her phone. Uh, and the caption is, you're going to want to sit down for this. Notifications on, please. So I did some digging. There's like nothing on the website of lemmylive.com. You can like sign up for mm. know, early access. But anyway, due to some trademarks, people actually can figure out 
like more closely what this is. Apparently it's been mm. five years in the making. Oh. So she filed uh, patents for like a vitamin and supplement brand that may sell some apparel. Like she's very into wellness. Obviously, Poosh, it like shills things all the time. But then her second filing, which was done just in February of this year, it's a goods and services brand, which is bags, purses, totes, wallets, clutches, and clothing. So people actually think this is going to be more like like clothes and huh. a fashion brand. I don't know. Lemmy is, in my opinion, not an amazing name. And I know I feel like Kris Jenner should have sat down for five more minutes and thought about it. But um, I I don't know. Like I, Poosh is funny and we liked that launch because it was like so Kourtney Kardashian and it was like mm-hmm. the articles were insane. The content was insane. Lemmy feels actually more boring because I don't need her to come up with clothes. You know what I mean? Like right, that was yeah. never really her lane. She changed yeah. styles every boyfriend she had. You know, I don't know. I just, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't scream clothes to me. I get like good American. Right. I don't know. Anyway, so there's Lemmy. I don't You're know if right. you guys have thoughts before oh, I move on to the other it's venture. Just, it's just, I can just hear her saying, I think Lemmy is a really great name. Lemmy. It's just, it's just, yeah, Lemmy. Like, Ugh. <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, she's trying to, it's, it screams to me. I'm looking at the branding and it's got like kind of a cool font and yeah. it's one of those. It looks like she literally and I have one of these apps where you you buy an app. I use an app called over sometimes for social content and you just put in stuff and it's already pre-made for you. It looks like she just bought one of these like pre-made templates and then put yeah. everything in there and was like, oh, yeah, this is good it, enough. Also, Amelia, I don't know if you got this vibe. It looks very Gen Z to me. You know, yes. it's like animated little like stars and kind yep. of retro. I don't I'm totally. Like, Who are That's, you doing this for? But r- for Addison Ray, she's yeah, like, honestly. I just consulted my best friend, Addison Ray. Like, you I know, know. And it's just, so, I don't, we don't need it. We don't need it. We'll see what this ends up being. I shall not be signing up for this newsletter to get early updates, but I will be following on no. Instagram to tell you guys about it. Okay, thanks. Um, the other Kardashian venture is much more boring and I'm just going to mention it, but Kim in partnership with a former partner at Carlisle Group. His name is Jay Sammons. He's la- they're launching a new private equity firm focused on, quote, investing in consumer and media businesses. It's named like SKKY Partners. I don't know if that's meant to be Scott. Like obviously she's got her skims and her sk- all that stuff. But um, anyway, yeah, that's Kim's new venture. And she's I'm just annoyed because she's going to be making so much money. This is like, it's, I mean, it's smart, I guess, from a business perspective. Other celebrities have done it, but I just wouldn't prefer to see it on Kim, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Okay, last one. Jennifer Aniston has a new brand out, and it flew so under the radar that I didn't even know that it was a fully functioning website. She's been an Instagram. She's like been making promotional videos, and it's a hair care line called Lola V., And um, it's like restorative shampoos and conditioners and hair oils. And again, I'm like, Jennifer Aniston, just cool it. Like you have a vino and you have smart water. Okay. However, however, we just talked about on our podcast about she has amazing hair. And of all the things for her to be selling, this makes sense to me. I would buy Jennifer Aniston's hair care. Are you going to buy hair? Probably not, but I would (laughs) in theory. Of all but, the things that she's going to try to sell me, her hair is amazing. Although, actually, good point. It's like, is it already amazing? She has the genetics. Does she mm. actually know what real people need? Mm. Right. No, I probably, I probably would still buy it. 
I mean, honestly, okay. same. As I said in Slack, I tried buying Courtney Cox's cleaning products and I failed because the wait list <laughs> oh. was so long. <laughs> so I'm not above this. I'm just saying like, yeah, it feels it's a lot. Uh, you got to diversify, diversify your income, you know? Well, I it's weird it's too, because Lola V, she already has lightweight hair oil, perfecting leave-in conditioner, glossing detangler, like all the, and then now she's just coming out with the ha- shampoo and conditioner. Like that's hmm. a weird Interesting. You know, you'd think you'd start with the conditioner and the shampoo. Yeah. Although I I have to say, like, you don't need, I feel like people don't really need special shampoo and conditioner. Like, it's the other stuff that matters. You know? Is that right? Can we get a hair expert on that? Like, like, I have pretty basic shampoo and conditioner. It's like all the other stuff that's like fancy and special. It's like, you don't, you know, you don't buy a fancy face wash. You know, like okay, no skincare well, is like speak all the for other yourself, stuff for the please who just buy anything on, on the face, premise it's of on your face for like thirty seconds. Shampoo's See, on your head for like a minute. Respectfully, I'm a different lifestyle. I'm like if there's anything that's good, you know, like I'll take anything that will semi improve. I sure. hair skin or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. You know what my bigger problem with this though? I don't know if you guys are opening on this website. It looks like it's from 2005. I think it's just not. It like is a very old school. Yeah. Branding, it's all black and white. The font, I don't know. But anyway, I shouldn't have picked. Hmm, kind of reminds me of the uh, website for Courtney Cox's uh, cleaning products. How dare <laughs> <quite> you? Frankly, <laughs> very minimalist. They, maybe they use the same uh, kind of stylist yeah, yeah, for website Graphic design. Graphic design, yeah. Um, I have one other thing to say, and then I'm going to be quiet for a while. So <laughs> I just want to give a special shout out because Camilla Maroney is like in a new era of her life and I'm really excited about it. I have not seen this girl with a single friend in the four years that she started dating Leonardo DiCaprio. I exclusively saw only her photographed with him, which granted you're like, maybe the paparazzi doesn't follow her as closely when she's with friends, but I'm choosing to believe that her life was just sucked up by that man and his lifestyle and his homes. And now literally- you know, days after the news broke that they broke up, she spotted with Kendall Jenner and Haley Bieber, who we wow. put feelings on, but there's no denying they are like the it, you know, 20 something, I don't know, models. like yeah. icons, models, exactly. Yeah. And so this wow. could be fun. I'm like excited to see her more and be like, she's like, just got sushi with them. Yeah, because she's not really a celebrity <laughs> celebrity. Right. Like the only thing we know about her really is her relationship with Leo. So, right. right. Also, I love her bangs. Did she get these like breakup bangs or does she already have them? Because they look really good. Yeah, she looks great. like the Dakota Johnson haircut. Yeah, she looks really cute. And for some reason, I've just like seen her with like other young celebrities. I was like, yeah, Yeah. good. I've only seen you for (laughs) so long just with him next to him. So it's true. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, we got to do it. This will be the <laughs> the big chunk of the episode. Oh. Um, Tea Time is investigating and following up on Spitgate. We're doing like an end of week recap, you know, updates that have come in right. since Jam Session covered it earlier this Man. week. Anything they didn't cover. I'm going to hand it over to you guys. We got to put our tinfoil hats on, you know, because I think, listen, everyone knows what happened. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll overview it for those who don't. But if you're listening to this podcast, you do. The cast of Don't Worry Darling, who we've been keeping up with for months. So like, if, mm. again, if you listen to this podcast, you don't really need a refresher because we've had an eye on Florence Pugh's Instagram feed for months. The drama has come to a head in Venice. Uh, they came for the premiere of the movie. Many things happened. Florence showed up late with an Aperol spritz uh, as you know, <laughs> a college freshman shows up late with Starbucks. And she did not attend the press conference she attended the premiere. She didn't talk to anyone. She didn't make eye contact with anyone. I say anyone. She didn't make eye contact with Olivia Wilde or Harry Styles uh, or, you know, talk to Olivia at all. Um, the main issue uh, that everyone's talking about is Spitgate, in which uh, Harry Styles came to sit down before the movie oh. started. Chris Pine was in his seat. Chris Pine, who became a living, breathing meme this weekend <laughs> in so many levels. He was sitting down. Something happened. People thought it looked like Harry spit on Chris Pine. Chris Pine looks at his lap, kind of in disbelief, laughs, and then starts clapping. Harry Styles sits down next to him. People are like, what happened? The, the analysis of this video, frame by frame, every angle that we possibly had has, oh. we'll, we'll get into it. But since then, there's been lots of drama development. People are posting on social media. Profiles have come out. Harry talked about it. So like, we got to get into like everything that's happened since. But first, we just we do need to investigate Spitgate because the big question is, was there spit? Was there no spit? And if there was no spit, which is the real question now, because I think we have a society have decided that he did not spit. What happened? Why did Chris mm. Pine do that? Right. So there's the main video that everyone has seen. We've all seen it. <laughs> Slowed down, backwards, reversed, upside down. <laughs> uh, there's a secondary video from the side where people are like, right. you can see that something leaves his mouth. You can't. I don't. I uh -huh. have watched it many times and have yeah. never seen anything that looks to me like spit. So I'm not quite sure where this came from. Uh, however, what we need, th these are the two primary videos. We haven't really seen any other sources, which is strange. One, because everyone's filming them. Two, there are these girls right behind them in this video that like directly behind them filming Harry and Chris and all of them. And I'm like, that's where is that video? Mm -hmm. are, they're like yeah. Gen Z Harry Styles fans. Like I know they're online. Yes. Where is the video? Why haven't you sold it right. to TMZ or people, people 
Yeah. Or anything. Why haven't people tracked them down and been like, what is your comment on the situation? <laughs> we need the eyewitness. We need to hear what they said. We need to hear <laughs> everything. And these girls have let us down. You have one it's job. Like, did you guys, were you ever forced to watch the Zapruder film of JFK's that, yeah. assassination yes, in history yes, class? It's yes. like the bag lady or the babushka lady, right. you know? It's like, find her. We need to find these girls. And clearly, uh, I'm like, you're online. I don't understand how they have escaped like, do I you know. not want the engagement? Yeah. Do you not want to be famous? I, mm. Do you not want to crack it's, this whole thing open? They're afraid of the truth. Right. They're, what if? <laughs> I think yeah. possibly they're, you know, hardcore Harry Styles fans. Maybe oh. they're like, he did spit on him and I'm protecting him by not releasing oh, this footage. You know? Damn. You never know. Um, but uh, Amelia, you did some important research. <laughs> you looked to the it's stars. True. What um, did you find? Yes. Uh, so I did their astrological charts and by did their <laughs> astrological charts I just found out that Chris Pine is a Virgo and Harry Styles is an Aquarius I was going to say just say we don't <laughs> anything about that I okay. love this yeah. we're and educating ourselves <laughs> friendship for Virgos and Aquariuses and <laughs> according to this thought catalog piece a Virgo and Aquarius they have a 25% compatibility rate as friends wow so that's not one in four chance. That's damning. It's damning. It's damning evidence. And <laughs> I think it's just from there, you can conclude a lot of things. One of which is that I don't think they're good friends. So, oh my God, yeah. That's so funny. Which honestly, like Chris Pine, kind of like a chill dude, seems like of all the celebrities to kind of be friends with Harry Styles. It kind of surprised me that if they don't get along that they don't. It seems like yeah. maybe they, literally he sits down and they start talking and laughing and having a sure. totally normal conversation. Um, but do they know that they're on camera and everyone right. is looking at them? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is also why he wouldn't spit on him. However, <laughs> that's okay. That's true. Uh, before we get to the alternate theories, I think we, can we safely conclude that there was no spit? Does anyone here actually think Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine? I don't you know. You can say it. Looked like it, it, it. A lot of people <sighs> do think this. So it's okay. Amelia, do it's you think just, he spit on him? When you look at it, yes, I understand there was no visible spit coming out of Harry Styles' mouth. We do not uh-huh. see the actual projectile. Right. <laughs> Correct. But he is pursing his lips in a way <laughs> that looks like he is spitting. And and I don't, I just like, until we have conclusive evidence from right. every angle, we need those women to come we forward do. and yeah, let us do. know. We need we all do. the facts. We because like, yeah, I can't make up my mind. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's only been one week, not even since this happened. Right. So like, I need more time. So true. Uh, let's go through some alternate theories, because the question is, if there was no spit, if he did not spit, why did Chris Pine react the way that he did? Exactly. Yeah. Now, one theory, uh, the sunglasses theory, if you will, uh, this was tweeted by at Cinema Zeitgeist. And they have a video of Chris and they said, Chris Pine just wondered where his sunglasses were after the applause. He zoned out like he's been doing all day. Looked down, realized they're in his lap. So I'm sorry to say Harry Styles did not spit on him. Now, part of this, I think, is legit because he was zoning out all day. He might just be like (laughs) super high. Like, I think we need to acknowledge the fact Mm. that Chris Pine checked out this whole day and like is not reacting to things in the way that someone who is fully present would react to them. And so I think I'm not saying like, I don't know that the sunglasses element is correct. He does reach into his lap, pick up his sunglasses, laugh, and then like start talking to Harry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yeah. like rewatching this for the one. I'm just watching this on repeat. 
I don't know. I'm kind of more team spit now the more I watch it. But anyway, Thank we you. Can, sorry, I'm going back and forth. Please he continue, does look Kate. Like briefly pissed off. How does it come together? The sunglasses mm-hmm. theory doesn't work because it doesn't work. It doesn't. Work. It doesn't right work. I'm ruling it, it out. Doesn't, the yeah. sunglasses thing I think is wrong. However, there is some sort of like, I, there's like a belated like oh silly me reaction like vibe to it. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, this theory has made the rounds. I don't buy into it. I don't think the sunglasses play a part in this, but okay. I appreciate people thinking outside the box. Uh, sure. I do think there's an element of Chris Pine, like I said, like not being fully present <laughs> mentally uh, right. on this day. So I think we need to take that into account. Another theory that I liked was, you know, Chris Pine, noted feminist. He's been pictured leaving a lot of bookstores with a lot of feminist theory books. Uh-huh. Uh, he likes to work with female directors. Like, you know, we trust Chris Pine. Someone said, sure. uh, you know, maybe he's creating drama from nothing to pull f- <laughs> focus from Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde being, you know, the primary uh, figureheads of this feud. He did it on purpose. He's just, you know, purposefully staring into the distance while Harry Styles says ridiculous nonsense about making movies and mm-hmm. uh, decided to I don't know, make this face and make it seem like he was pissed off. Uh, I don't buy into this either because I think it would have had to be a coordinated event, like a coordinated exactly. thing with Harry. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And so I don't, I don't, I don't mm. buy into that either. Uh, I also thought for a second, like maybe Harry was blowing a kiss to Olivia Wilde. Oh. And that was oh, why he pursed his one. lips. But. Interesting. He doesn't even look at her. So he like yeah. sits down very quickly. And so I don't think that is correct. I. I, there, I, I just there's it looks like know, an awkward man. situation. They purposely yeah. sat them all apart. Like maybe he's reacting to that. Uh, Matt Bellany of the town on the Ringer tweeted out a fun fact: uh, Shia Buff and Chris Pine are the same publicist. So you know, if the you want to put your tinfoil hats on there about you know again, like sort of distracting from something or other, I don't think that's relevant. But it was a fun fact. Um, and Amelia, you have a final theory here. Oh, yes. I thought maybe just jokey, jokey, fun, fun, haha. Like, <laughs> they're pals. They, you know, love spitting on each other. I don't this, know. What a men lot do, of people but... have been saying this. They're like, this is just like stupid British schoolyard humor. Like, you pretend to spit right. on someone. Harry, not great in, in like, uh, like, listen, he's good in front of a crowd when he's in his element, but like, can get awkward and like be too jokey and like take things too far, mm. I think. And mm-hmm. so I honestly. I, you know, he reverts back to like his 1D days is like, how do I bond with this man in front of all these people? I'm going to pretend to spit on him. Interesting. Right. So, yeah, I, I he doesn't I, seem like he's in the headspace for that. Like he's very <laughs> like he sits down too quickly. He's not like yeah. playing into the. That's true. Uh, so I think our conclusion is we still don't know what happened. We still don't know. <laughs> and it's very frustrating. And I just it's. Yeah. Uh, I, I need spent too much time looking at this. The Chris mm-hmm. Pine profile a couple years from now where he like, oh my gosh, that's, yeah. I mean, that's who we need. We don't need Harry right. to say he didn't spit on him. We don't need Olivia. We don't need the girls. We need Chris Pine to say why he made that specific facial expression right. at that specific time. Cause like Harry doesn't know. Right. Ex- exactly. Like, yeah. If he didn't spit on him, which we'll talk about, but he said that he didn't like Chris Pine's reps have spoken out, but we still, we just, I need to know why he made that facial expression. Cause it is a shady face. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Okay, so commentary on the drama slash shady. It's shadiest moment since Amelia. I know you've been living for. Oh, what's been I online. I have been following the Miss Flow 
discourse where fr- there's an original video that came out. I Did we talk about it last episode? I know Jam Session maybe briefly talked about it, but it's a video that was leaked because Olivia Wilde has right. said, yeah. I fired Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And then yeah. Shia LaBeouf was like, wait a second. No, 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 no. You didn't fire me. I quit. Here's evidence in the form of like emails and as well as like a video. And the video is of Olivia Wilde. She's like, I'm so sweaty. I just got done riding my horse. So she's like, you cannot make this shit up. Like Mm -hmm. this is like a 30 rock episode, but crazier. And, um, and she's like, she's talking. She's like, we'll have to figure this out. Maybe this will get miss flow referring to Florence pew to you know she she was she was using it like a pejorative it was yeah. very um it was kind of the way it yeah, was very it was. condescending yeah. and um i think we can all agree it was pretty condescending yeah, the way she said miss flow and so florence pew's uh stylist captioned <laughs> sorry and instagram um where she, she has florence in her beautiful uh venice film festival dress and the caption is solely miss flow I know. And then recently someone shared photos from her like hair and makeup, Florence Pugh's hair and makeup team. And they were all wearing shirts with Miss Flo on them. I know it's good on the outside as people watch it. Can you imagine how fun it is? Like if <laughs> how much fun they're having behind the scenes with it? Obviously yeah. some of it's not fun, but I mean more like right. for well, Florence sure. Pugh that's so tied up and all right. this stuff. Yeah. And she's just like trying to get they're in like, and get okay, out. Okay, hear me out. You're going to show up five minutes late, five minutes after the press conference start. Mm. You roll up to Venice. You get out of the boat in this fabulous little like, you know, romper outfit. Cute little We're set. Gonna take yeah. a video of you walking through with your drink while they're, yeah. you know, dying in this press <gasps> conference. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, the whole strategy of like how to make her like unbothered, but aware. Yes. But the winner right. has to be really fun. Because her style is her teams. Are, those are the closest and most trusted people with her, at least on right. the ground. At So if they're doing that stuff, posting those captions, wearing right. the shirts, like that means she's okay with it and is right. also like, right. fuck it. And, and it's so intentional too, because also those shirts looked like, you know, it takes time to make <laughs> those little those shirts with the little somewhere. Miss Flow on them. And they were yeah. like, we have to do this to support Florence Pugh. Yes. And and like you said, and she has to have approved it. And, and right. it's just like, oh my God, I am living for this petty it drama. It makes it better. For sure. It is. It really, really does. Really fun to watch. I will say really quickly. Yeah. I know this is an unpopular opinion. I think she should go back to doing less. Like, I think by doing this, she's abandoning her winning strategy a little bit. Sure. And like, I listen, I love the pettiness and I think she deserves it and it's fine. But like the reason yeah. she's winning so far is by just not doing anything. Mm. Yeah. And like, I think, I don't know. The Miss Flow shirts to me were like, you don't have to do that. Like, it's fun and I appreciate it. But like, you know, you're above it. Just stay above it. No, yeah. I... I totally understand where you're coming from. At first I was like, yeah, but then I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I do think that, and and I think by her not fully commenting on it right. too and just leaving it, it's just like, yeah. it's almost pettier in itself. But and I mean, her, but her ongoing Instagram posts, I mean, oh, she's done like six God. posts after I'll Venice. S- she had one about her grandma. She had one about like her co-hosts and the mm-hmm. red carpet and Nick and Chris. And it's like, it just, it speaks volumes about also, who she's not talking about. Isn't this kind of the last thing she'll do for this movie? Like she's not going to the New York uh, premiere. Oh, right. she, I mean, she could be back, but this is, she only has so much time before she's like actually removing herself from that is this true. whole However, circus. We have, right. It's been what? This happened Monday? It's yeah. Thursday. Yes. We have 
it comes out on the 23rd. We have two more weeks of oh this. Oh my God. Yes. So she's skipping and the, the reviews New York are premiere. not good. Yeah. They're, yeah, the reviews are middling at best. Uh, but I do think she'll have to do some more press. I mean, yeah. ooh, unless she really has fully removed herself, which for two weeks straight would be impressive. Uh, right. But there will be more developments here. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. since then, obviously, Chris Pine's rep has released a statement to Variety and said this is a ridiculous story, a complete fabrication and a result of an odd online illusion. Okay. Um, it's a line for foolish speculation, et cetera. Like, okay, that was not how right. sure. As if yeah. anyone is going to be like, oh, okay. Right. What you just said was completely factual. Right. I yeah, say, I got spit on. Yeah. Yeah. Harry's reps also released a comment. Uh, and I was with a bunch of Harry Styles friends when this came out and they were like, Harry's reps never comment on anything. Like, they just <gasps> let it ride. Like Ooh. they generally just kind of like either let him address it or like let no one address it. Cause like, he, you know, he gets involved in some like stupid shit all the time Sure, from his fans who are crazy. Uh, and they were like very much like the fact that they had to say something is notable. Yeah. Uh, but it was similar. Obviously it was like, Interesting. This, is, this is ridiculous. Uh, but it was, you know, it was the biggest thing on the internet this week. So yeah, I guess true. that makes sense that they had to. I want to talk about the other co-hosts, uh, or not co-hosts, co-stars. I keep saying co-hosts. Uh, co-stars. First of all, Nick Kroll, who is in this movie, uh, probably wishes he wasn't at this point, is very much <laughs> along for the ride. Uh, mm. He is managing to play kind of for both teams right now. It's impressive. He, yeah. So, you know, he was taking pictures of Florence on the red carpet and like with her and talking to her and Chris Pine and Gemma. He also like kissed Harry on the mouth after the premiere and was like, you know, it's still obviously talking to every member of the cast, which is uh, rare among this cast (laughs) at the moment. Um, He also posted a TikTok of him riding up to the premiere and all of the fans for Harry lining the -hmm. road. And wow. them like literally just picture like their faces looking into the car being like, nope, sorry, not who you want. Like <laughs> incredibly like disappointed, bored yeah. fans. Like, yeah. who the hell are you? You're not Harry. That is so funny. Really funny. Uh, it yeah. is really funny. He's just, he's along for the ride. He is. It's very much happy to be here energy. <laughs> and I, you know what? I, I've loved Nick Kroll since his Nick Kroll show days. Mm. So this is, so I've been happy to watch him. Just have, you know, a fun time and, yeah. and be friends with everyone. I, yeah. I like that. It's great. Agreed. Also, I really want to want to pour one out for Gemma Chan, who <laughs> between this and then if you remember her Constance Wu drama, when oh. everyone was talking about how she was horrible to work with, Gemma Chan like favorited a tweet about right. her and everyone was like, like Gemma is just caught in the middle of like this mess. She's caught in the middle of another mess. It's like, which coworkers <laughs> can she talk girl. to? Which ones can she not talk to? Yeah. Uh, so she's just done a lot of like carefully silent suffering uh, yeah. amid some really chaotic uh, yeah. co-stars. Wow. Okay. And then two big things in the last 24 hours, Harry Styles had his 10th concert at MSG last night. It was the first wow. one since Venice. He's doing these residencies. So he's like doing like 15 nights in New York. He's going to do like 10 nights in LA where he just like books out the venue and just does Mm -hmm. a bunch of concerts. Oh, that's cool. But, you know, everyone was like, what's he going to say? Is he going to say things about it? I have friends who went to the concert. They made signs that said like, spit on me, Harry. I'm (laughs) sure they were not alone in doing that. Um, But he did address it last night. I figured I was like, he'll have to. Mm -hmm. Like he can't not. (laughs) <laughs> but he was like, you know, it's great to be back in New York. Great to be back at Madison Square Garden. I just nipped over to Venice to spit on Chris Pine. But like, I'm back. <laughs> We're back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, I mm-hmm. like, what else are you going to say? Uh, address it's, it. What else on. are you going to say? Right. It's so ridiculous. Um, and obviously everyone was talking about it and thinking about it. So yeah, now yeah. he's like free to continue with his shows. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy these being like kind of cheeky about it. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's I mean, the British right. humor we love. And right. <laughs> right. Plus it's like, you know, it's the safest place in the world to address it. You know what I mean? Like, Everyone yeah. here is on your side. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right, right, right. That's if you're going to do it, do it there. And then just this morning, Vandy Pear Profile came out on Olivia Wilde. <laughs> it is a lot of similar quotes to the previous profile um, that she did for <sighs> Variety. It's very, you know, not to be like, again, like I really, I was a big Olivia Wilde fan before all of this. She is grading on me now. Uh, there's just also, a lot of like rah-rah feminism <clears throat> stuff women supporting women don't tear down other women mm. kind of it's thing very oh it's hard my to gosh. take it's, it's yeah. hard to take and also she's doubling down on the fa- and she's like i fired him when it's like that's, yeah. not what, uh, that's right. not what the evidence says you can tell that like this was like a very very i mean it still is like very fluffy profile piece yeah and then they were forced yeah. to go back and make edits and like complicate <laughs> right. it yeah yeah and so you know there are a couple things like like she said she talks about firing shia labeouf and then in the piece they have to be like well, she contradicted herself in this video. So we had to email her and then she like kind of gave them like a bullshit statement in response. You know, she talks about Jason Stakis is like, I didn't cheat on him. That relationship was over. It's just a lot of like, why should we believe the things that you're saying now? You know, because mm-hmm. like, right. you've contradicted how many of those things now. Um, yeah. So, and then, you know, they go to a pottery class. She talks about like being embraced by Helen Mirren. It's just a lot of like, blah. It is like, like myth building. And and you know yeah. what I would love? I was thinking about this. I was like, I would fucking pay to hear, to have Olivia Wilde go on a Meghan Markle archetypes <laughs> podcast. Oh. I would fucking no. pay. I wouldn't. Oh, you know exactly God. how it's going to go. You know Woo, exactly how it's going to go. I know. Go. And I would, I would just love it. And I would then throw <laughs> my phone at a wall. But um, yeah. it'd just be funny. It'd just be yeah. funny. It would be a, a lot. I want to leave you guys with two unanswerable questions about this entire situation about Spitgate and that mm-hmm. will seamlessly transition into our other unanswerable questions. But, okay. So, Harry, everyone's obviously aware of the situation. There's the misflow Instagram captions, but I really liked Harry commenting on Spitgate at his concert. And then I was like, what? I always am so curious, like what else celebrities, specifically him, like there's so much lore around that man. What else he's privy to that he either can't or won't or doesn't feel like commenting on. And Mm. I always am just so curious at how much they know. And I think it's like a lot more than we all think. Like we think that they live in a bubble and they don't log online. But I think like him immediately just making fun of it and like watching these celebrities react kind of in these like not very obvious ways. Obviously, Harry's was obvious, but I'm just curious, like what else does Harry Styles have thoughts on? What conspiracy theories around the like his entire life in one direction? Yeah, I think he knows everything. I do. I would love a memoir. I, oh. you know, I mean, there's so much crazy shit that the fans, I think you almost have, like, he almost has to be dialed in so that he knows what not to say, you know, mm. like, oh, that's I, fair. I feel like, I, I don't know, like, like with the Larry Stylins and stuff, like back in the day, like <laughs> they started, they were like, oh, we can't that. seat them next to each other in interviews and we can't put mm-hmm. them next to each other. You know what I mean? Cause like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was sad and terrible, but like also was like, they have to have an awareness of stuff like that to mm-hmm. some degree. So they don't. Mm-hmm make it worse or like put their foot in their mouth. It's so true. And also it's like, 
I, I didn't even, I mean, I knew he was a huge star and that people were obsessed and psychotic about him, but it didn't fully just like sink in until I realized Anne Hathaway is making a movie based on Harry Styles fanfic. Did you she is? That? Which one? Yeah. There are several. <laughs> what? No, but there have been like, three movies based on just let me see. I gotta look this up now. I can't believe you didn't tell me. I'm this. sorry. Let me see. Let me find Oh yeah. First of all, I think it's relatively common nowadays for like romantic sure. movies to be based on fan fiction. Because people like, mm, like put it out in the world. To, yeah, yeah. No, they, totally. They write it. Yeah, I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey was Twilight. Like there was another right. one recently. What was like a there was a, either a TV show or a movie recently? Oh, oh after. No, that's the Harry Styles. Yeah, that's those Is three that the, movies okay. are <laughs> the first Harry Styles one, and then there was another one. Oh, there was one that was like Harry Potter fanfic recently. I can't remember what movie it was, <laughs> but it was like based God. on oh Harry Potter God. fanfic. And like you'll read about like novels, like young adult novels that used to be right. fan fiction, and like people would be like, "I read this when it was." Oh in wow! This and then they just changed the names, changed the descriptions. Made it like oh. original content. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah, that's really funny. I didn't realize that Anne Hathaway was. The idea it. of you. Yeah. Wow. Which, and I'm reading like kind of the synopsis here. It's like a 40-year-old recent divorcee takes her daughter to Coachella and for to see their favorite boy band live and falls in love oh with God. the boy band member. I'm just wow. like, oh my God. Okay, that's just really funny. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, this was written by like a 40-year-old woman and it was like self-insert. <laughs> You know, where she was like, oh, I, yes. I took my daughter to like a oh, hairstyle show iconic. and he fell in love with yeah. me. That's really <laughs> yeah, funny. I want to okay. see if I can find this original one. Okay. I, I, I please do. One more question to pose for you guys before we end Spitgate. Um, mm-hmm. I remember on this Harry podcast, it was me who was saying that the Marvel circus of like mm. Mark Ruffalo is best friends with Chris Pratt, who's best friends with, <laughs> and all that cheeky little whatever. And I yeah. hated it. And I was like, they're not, this is so annoying. Like this whole, like they're best friends. They're like tweeting at each other, all this stuff. Right. So I was annoyed by that. This, they're all enemies apparently. And I also <laughs> tired by it. So I'm like, is this either, oh, is the marketing movie universe being like, People are talking about Don't Worry Darling more than we've ever seen any movie ever before. <laughs> this is kind of the way, or are we going to revert back to the buddy-buddy Marvel marketing scheme and which do you hate less? That I, lo- I love the way your brain works. This is this is a great idea or a great question. This mm. this is genius level. Um, <laughs> and it is. It's so good. You're so it's right. It's galaxy brained. Yeah. It is galaxy brain. I think we'll have to wait until we mm. see the returns on this movie. You know, if right. it does really well, then yeah, we're going to pivot that way. Unless, <laughs> and then if it doesn't do well, then like scrap it. Something new. <laughs> I also think like, listen, for Marvel, like they want, you know, they're all like working in a team, destroying evil together. Like the friends thing, like oh, ties that's a great in. Point. That's Whereas a great like, point. I think for, you know, yeah, for some movies that are like dramas or like yeah. have big casts of celebrities and like in the movie, they're butting heads, you know, mm-hmm. oh. I think like, you know, dreaming up a feud like this could probably work. I do think you need, this is like uh, just a very specifically like unique cast where you mm-hmm. have Harry and his insane fans. Yeah. You already have the, <laughs> the Olivia element, which they already hated. We're ready to get rid of her. Like mm-hmm. there was already that mm-hmm. brewing. Florence mm-hmm. Pugh has like her separate internet girlfriend stands Mm-hmm. Like ready to go. Mm-hmm. Definitely some overlap with Harry, but like her own little like Stan fan base. Yeah. You got the Chris element. You toss the Hollywood Chris in there just for the hell of it. That, Why that's not? so true. Right. Why not? You get obviously like the Shia LaBeouf thing is like 
bad and gross. But then you also, right. it like sort of like then becomes, this is like a legitimate Hollywood critic news yeah. thing. Like this isn't just about petty fandoms. And so like, this has become like this perfect storm of just elements in a bottle. And, I know. and, and also it really it's like, is. is the movie going to be terrible? We don't know. So like, I, I think it would be hard to replicate this particular science experiment, but I do think like, you know, having a little feud is good for, it's good for publicity. It for is. Sure. And Christy Carlson Romano already has her fingers in all this. <laughs> she dropped a TikTok that was like, I know. It's I'm not going to say so anything, long. but I know. And I was like, Since girl, okay. Got to get in on it. Amelia, can you fly out to LA and we can all go see this movie together? <laughs> I don't know if Kate wants to see it with us, but I want to see it with Kate. I feel like Kate has other Harry Styles stands to we'll go, go with, but. We'll go. I don't. We'll go. Okay. <laughs> Let's I have to go with people. I have to go with people that are going to be okay with making fun of him. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, here There's we are. There's a category of fan that <laughs> Amelia, you book have your to, tickets, yeah. please. Okay. Um, it's a date. Okay, let's do Tea Time's unanswerable questions. Go ahead. Okay, I have I have two questions, but I'll, they're like connected. Um, okay. This is a quick skincare update. Have we heard of skin cycling, which is the new TikTok trend? Yes. Yes, thank okay. you for bringing it up. Okay, yes, because one, I was looking and it it showed up on my feed. I don't know, it might have been on Instagram first. But anyway, it's from this woman named Dr. Whitney Bow, and she's a board licensed dermatologist and she's a content creator. She's got these videos talking about skincare. I really like her. Um, And she's like, you have to do skin cycling, which is night one, you do like an exfoliation. So like an acid exfoliation. And then night two, you do retinol. And then night three and four are recovery. So just like, you know, your favorite little glazed donut Mm -hmm. moisturizers. Mm -hmm. And people are saying, I have gotten the best skin of my life. Was that right? Yeah. So I think I'm going to try it soon. That means I'm going to have to try it too. (laughs) Yeah. So I was, I I don't know if it's different. I was doing every other. So I already did retinol, recover, Chemical exfoliant recover. Recover. Okay. I would worry about doing retinol and my chemical the exfoliant t- two days in a row. Right. See, that's the thing. But that's people what worries are me. Saying, but apparently, I mean, listen, I'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'll try anything. And she said you can even do more nights of recovery if you have more yeah. sensitive skin. But it is interesting. We go back to back night one, yeah. night two exfoliation retinol, which like you're saying is a little scary. But yeah. You know what always, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I have been trying to do like every other whatever, retinol, et cetera. And I always forget which night I do it. It's like only been 24 hours before, but I'm like, was it last night? And then I never remember. <laughs> I'm bad and about then that like, too. So this fucking four day cycle is going to kill me because I can't even remember a one day. So like it's yeah. only half the days. That is true. Product. But I'll try anything like right? skin wise. So yeah. should we all try it? Report back? Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll, we'll um, talk about our results at Don't Worry Darling oh. in a couple of weeks. <laughs> we'll compare, compare skin. My skin's going to be burned off. <laughs> Liz shows up with like her whole face just red. And it would be good because we'd all be going into a movie theater. It's dark there. Yeah. You know? There you go. Did you want to talk about chemical sunscreen, Amelia? I do. Sorry, really quick. So I am using, I've been like switching all these different kinds of sunscreens, but there's one I really like. It's called Super Goop mm. and it's a clean chemical sunscreen. I use the unseen sunscreen. And what I thought with chemical sunscreen is that you have to put it directly on your skin without any moisturizers or anything first because it needs uh, the chemicals to react with your skin for it to work. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm reading, they're saying 
on this bottle that you do the moisturizers first and then the last step of uh, your skincare routine is the chemical unseen sunscreen. That's so how I'm I've always done confused. it. I'm very confused. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So I should I do that I use a lot way. of the chemical ones because like a lot of like the Asian brands are chemical sunscreen. Are chemical. I like the white cast from the other one. Although I know it works Same. better. Yeah, I've always done moisturizer first. So okay. unless I'm doing it wrong. No, I mean, your skin looks great. And I'm. <laughs> have you not had like any burn? Like if you're on the no. sun and... Okay, so... Okay, so my... Okay, you answer my question. Okay, Unseen well, sunscreen perfect. is... That, that is great though. It's really good. It's, it's like... It's awesome. It's like very matte. I was going to... Yeah, it's really for, mattifying. For us sweaty girls. We need to pull <laughs> together our coin and get our own tea time skin guru because the questions we ask ourselves week after week, we're like, however, can we know? And we just like get all confused. We and asked, tied we get up. our little bubble of asking and we're like, yeah, well, it was just the three of us is like, does that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you want to try it? So if anyone out there knows yeah. what they're doing, just let us know. Let us, let us know. know. <laughs> okay. Kate. I probably should have asked this earlier. It circles back to what we were just talking about. But in addition to the Olivia Wilde pottery class profile, there was another profile this week. Jennifer Lawrence uh, mm. is back, has a lot to say, uh, but they went to a spa <laughs> together. So at least the profile starts and they're like, Jennifer Lawrence wanted to go golfing with me. And then uh, it turned out that instead they decided to go to a spa, but like she wanted to do a spa where they like spank you with plants or something. Oh, yes. And then it ended up like being like, they did, yeah, spa. they ended up doing like they couldn't book it in time. So they did like kind of a more regular spa. Mm. Um, but, you know, both of these profiles kind of center around activities as they often do. Uh, and so I feel like we've discussed this before, but my unanswerable question is, what would you do? What activity would you do with a star for a mm. profile? You can name the star if you want, or it can be more vague. Like you are doing a cover story for Vogue. You're interviewing wow. a celebrity. What's like your ideal activity for this interview? I mean, the spa thing sounds pretty freaking nice. It's hard to beat, right? It's hard to beat. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking about this too. And I was actually like, I should come up with something different. But with the spa, first of all, I think you want to be on like a level playing field, right? Like you want to both be a little uncomfortable. You don't want them to be yeah. like in their element, which I think is why you kind of don't want to go to their house because like it's like their oh, charge, sure. yes, right? Definitely. So like definitely. you want to go somewhere where like you're both wearing the same embarrassing things. You're mm. both <laughs> in the same awkward environment, but you mm-hmm. want to be able to talk, right? So like right. a spa seems good for that. The pottery class thing, I'm like, you don't, I don't think you want an instructor. Like I don't need to... I yeah, want someone else hard. talking to me while we're doing this. The mm-hmm. problem with the spa right? is that you are so still for so long that it almost yeah. is like there's not a lot to do with your hands. Like there's right. not a lot to mm-hmm. move around. So you have to You may to as well be sitting in a restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of like calm, quiet. So it feels right. like much more intimate already, which right. I feel like yeah. is kind of I mean, I guess that's what you want, right? I was thinking cooking class, but you're right. I'm so bad mm. at cooking and probably a celebrity would be better at it than I am. And then that would be... It's the structured activity that I'm not sure about. Like, how much can you talk to them and learn about them if there's an instructor being like, now you're going to chop this. And like, you're with other people and stuff. That's hard, yeah. I don't know. What about... uh, Have you guys ever been to Color Me Mine? Where it's like, you take the... Yeah, (laughs) like you're doing an activity, but it's... Unglazed pottery, yeah. yeah, Just take whatever the hell you want. You that know, that's kind of fun. Yeah. You can rent Creating out like art. an entire space, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. that'd be fun. Plus then, you know, you can do the metaphor of like the art that they've created. The, oh, I love that. Their I career. didn't even think of that. Yeah. You, know, you got to tile that in. One more point for the spa is I take it back. I would like to go because Jennifer Lawrence, whatever spa she's going to and is good enough for Jennifer Lawrence, I'd be like, I want to try right. out that There's spa. That yeah. so then it's like, like I want to go to a spa. 
Okay. Right. Interesting. That's yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you remember? I think Andrew Gridadaro wrote a piece, a uh, uh, profile of David Harbour for The Ringer. And oh, like, they yeah. went like bowling, which sounds like my oh. worst fucking nightmare. But I mean, <laughs> work for him. Out on bowling. Honestly, I, hate I think bowling. I think a sport that you're both bad at could be fun. Like, I wouldn't want to go yes, golfing I with just... Jennifer Lawrence if she was good oh. at golf. Really but like mini golf. It's like a lot of time to talk. Like, I feel like you, you need, Mm -hmm. you just need a lot of time to really get into it and you need to bond over something. Yeah. Right. So I do think a spa is hard to beat. Spa is hard to beat, but I think with the color me mind, you could also like see what they're painting and be Mm -hmm. like, oh, are you into that or something? And that kind of, tell me about this. What does it represent? And you're like, they'll be like, I don't know. It's a mug. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I like this question. This is why we don't write cover stories. Okay. Well, (laughs) okay. Last question. What reality show would you want to compete against your mom in? Because wow. Dancing with the Stars new lineup announced Charlie D'Amelio is going not head to head. There are other contestants, but against her mom, Heidi, oh. for season 31. And I'm curious, you know, they're, they made Dancing with the Stars history, by the way, as the first family members to compete against each other. The D'Amelios, mm. wow. Pretty cool. Wow. Um, yeah. So I'm curious if you guys have answers, if there's any reality TV that you want to compete against your mom. Is our, are our moms too powerful to, you know, be in competition <laughs> yes. with? Yeah. What's the answer? Uh, my family wow. used to be really into The Amazing Race and we would oh debate. Oh my gosh. Like which member we would take with Should us. Pair, yeah. That. I love that. Um, yeah. And I, we always were like, we want my brother because he like is very adventurous eater. He's like, knows a lot of languages, like very well traveled. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think like me and my sister against like, or like me and my brother against like my mom and my sister. Like, I feel like if I could take a family member, although damn, he really is a ringer. But what about like you and a stranger? It'd be you and a stranger versus your mom and a stranger. I can't say pit my family against each other like that. No, you're only against your mom. Amazing race is, is family. Okay. Um, (laughs) She would beat me at like the great British bake off. So that's out. Mm, Yeah. Um, she beat me in a lot of things. Would and she I beat think, you in a dance competition? No. She has weak, weak <laughs> ankles like me. <laughs> uh, but I would feel bad beating her in something. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Oh, you know? Right. My my mom's like really good at like cooking and she's like amazing yeah. at sewing. So no Project Ooh. Runway stuff. Oh, um, yeah. cool. Yeah, I I'm tr- I don't know. She's good at like art and stuff. Who I, could sell a home faster, hard. Amelia? You or your mom? Oh my God. Probably her. Yeah. yeah. Our mom's just She is pretty everything. convincing. Yeah. <laughs> she is. I Liz, know. what would you beat your mom at? I, I actually probably similarly like can't beat my mom at anything. She's just like better at everything. That's <laughs> terrible. Way. I'm trying. I I actually, I actually maybe this will just cause a crisis of identity for all three of us. I don't think I'm bitter. I don't think. My mom is just superior <laughs> in every way. our parents. <laughs> Wow. Thanks for that. Getting existential. Uh, I like Shit. it. I just got to leave you all with that. Damn. Um, <laughs> wow. Much to think about. As Indeed. Racist. Indeed. <laughs> okay. This celebrity is, trivia, uh, you guys. We could go on some sort of celebrity oh, trivia that, show. Oh, okay. That's and true. And just yeah. wipe the floor with our parents. Like family feud <laughs> trivia. Oh, that'd be fun. Edition. Tea time versus tea time moms. Thank you for saying that. That would be great. Amelia, bring your mom when you fly out here. And Kate. She can come to Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. Great. We'll do it. Okay. Another great episode. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer.
This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 